name is Wazir. And this is the Business Building Blocks Podcast. How you doing today? I'm fantastic. How about you, sir? I'm doing excellent. Uh, today, this is a podcast where we like to talk about business, right? That's right. And in business, you always want to look, you want to forecast what you're going to do in the future, right? That's right. And one thing that we can look at to know where we're going is the youth. You know what I mean? If we build up the young people, then we know we're going to be set up great in the future. And somebody who I think is putting in great work out here, one of the budding great writers of our future, you know, a great poet in the making. His name is Sean Brown Jr. Make some noise right now for John. Brown Jr. All right, young Sean Brown. He is our guest today, and we're going to get into it. We're going to talk to him. We're going to get everything, his inspirations, his goals, and all that in a second. He's going to let us know. Everything he got yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Say what's up to the people one time. And I what's up to everybody. Um, my name is Sean. I go by VDA. That's my poetry name. You know, uh, I just like I like being people mouthpiece. I'm I'm the I'm the words that people can't really get out to everybody else. And I'm good. God gave me the gift to you know get that out to everybody. So that's what I do. That's all right. Absolutely. What I'm to do. Right. Spoken word. So actually. What we got coming up, we got some great things coming up in the next few weeks. Okay. Next week is we me, me and the co-host, John Muhammad, we going out to Chicago. Chi-Town. Right. Chi-Town. Windy City. And uh, what what is that for? What are we doing when we go out there? We're going to our annual convention. The Nation of Islam has an annual convention, national convention, called Savior's Day. It's entitled Savior's Day. So it'll be our Savior's Day convention weekend. And throughout that weekend, there's a series of activities, of uh, events. Um, but also, Honorable Louis Farrakhan gives a keynote address on that Sunday. Uh, that's going to be the uh, the crowning event of uh, Black History Month. Right. Hmm. So one of the things we would like to talk about is the uh, hip-hop concert. Yes, I will actually be at the Hip-Hop Detox uh, it's the 10th anniversary. It's this group called Hip Hop Detox, and what they do, they specialize in uh, basically hip hop that's like feeding the community as opposed to like tearing it down, yeah. that kind of thing. And we know in Chicago, it's like a huge need for that because of the things that are going on in Chi-Town. So this will actually be my first time ever performing in the city of Chicago. I've been there a few times to this uh, conference that we're talking about, but I've never actually done what I do, which is rap, you know, produce, yeah. I mean, you know, perform and stuff like that. So this was a this is a good opportunity for me. I want to shout out Dr. Uh, Brother Enoch. I called him Dr. Brother. <laughs> he's healing the people. Yeah. But Brother Enoch, uh, shout out to Enoch, Brother Enoch Muhammad. He's out there in uh, Chicago and he runs Hip Hop Detox and he booked a whole lot of artists from like Eliza Prentice from Cali. We got Akilah Nahanda from here. We got... Uh, was with Brother Ben X. I think he's hosting. Yeah. And there's just a lot of people that, you know, some names y'all heard of, some names y'all haven't heard of. And this is going to be a great event. And uh, I like it because it's not the everyday. You know, you've been to a, a showcase. I've performed at a lot of showcases. But this is not just a showcase. It's more like a, uh, almost like a play almost. Yeah. The way they tie in all the performances and themes. And the whole thing will be streamed live. So y'all can tune in even if you are not in Chicago. And so, that's going to be Friday the 23rd. Yes, sir. Friday the 23rd at 8 p.m. At the Harold Washington Cultural Center. Harold Washington Cultural Center. Harold, yeah. The Harold Washington. So if you're going to be in Chicago that week, come out, see the event. And um, yeah, I'm super excited about it. Okay. Now, Sean Brown, VDA. I want to I wanna address you as your actual, like... No, nah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's VDA. Yeah. And the reason 
I decided on VDA because it did take me a while to try to pick out an actual poetry name. I decided it was going to be VDA because a lot of the stuff that I have to say are true things. Like, I, 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 haven't, I haven't made one poem yet that's not completely true. Every okay. every story that I tell through my poems are either things that I've seen or things that people told me. Stories that you know the older cats have come and tell me, or things that I, the conversations I had through people. That's that's what I put my poems into, and I make it sound every poem I write sound like I lived through that. You'll hear that in there. You'll hear that feeling, that emotion of everything that that person go through to the point that they make it seem like this is my story. So I call myself VDA. It stands for Viewer Discretion Advised. Because okay. mm, right. a lot of people don't want to hear the actual stories people got to tell. A lot of people don't want to hear the truth about what's going on and the things that they really need to hear. So I tell people through my name, viewer discretion is advised, just right. in case you don't want to hear it. Can't mm. handle, can't handle yeah, the truth. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody, you know, everybody can't handle the truth. Yeah, so <laughs> got to get that disclaimer know. one time. Yeah. It's about to get real, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, so like, I want to. How old are you, first of all? Sixteen. Sixteen. So, when, when was this first poem written? Because I mean, like, yeah, my first, my first time writing was when I was nine. I wrote a song with my sister, Naya. She could sing, and so. You know, I was like, she could sing. I can't sing, so I got to figure out something I could do. So I decided to write a song for us. It didn't go too good. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a nine-year-old wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell a nine-year-old wrote it. It was it was a bunch of little baby words, baby rhymes. Now, but I wanted I wanted to do this to keep it keep it keep it real keep it keep it uh, honest. We all family here. Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we cousins, we yeah, cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This our relative. Yeah, your father. Sean Senior Brown, yeah, he and I are first cousins. Hmm. You know, our mothers are sisters. Yeah. So we we need to keep that real. We need to keep give credit to our parents and to our elders that produce us and that support us. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure your mother and your father is is in your corner. And they make it they make it happen. Not only for your for your uh spoken word and poetry, but I see you in track. Yeah, you in you in school, you got brothers, you know mm -hmm. it's it's a, it's a whole family effort. So if you want to shout out your mother and father, uh, oh yeah, of course, credit. of course. They, I mean, <laughs> I mean besides the get that the early, God, yeah. I would say besides only the guy, my parents. I mean, they my building blocks. Everything that I've got so far, the places I've been able to go, it was through them. It was, like my reason, my reason for getting out and doing poetry and everything, and the reason I want to take that is to the next level is to get to the point one day where I could tell them they could quit their jobs. I got y'all. Mm -hmm. that, that's 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 the point. That's that's the point to get to. That's when you know. Mm -hmm. That's when you know that you didn't you didn't achieve the greatness for them. That that's the point. And, and I know because if you if you look at all of the well, a lot of the great uh, athletes, entertainers. Yeah. For example, uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson and um, Jackson Five, they father, they, the mother, mm -hmm. they sacrificed their lives and their career for the children, and they were there from the beginning, and they really uh, uh, helped make them and Michael Jackson successful. Then you look at uh, Matthew Knowles and Beyonce and Destiny Child and all of the work that they did when they were young, and uh, Serena, Williams Serena Williams and her father. LeVar Ball and yeah. his sons. So I think that should that should be said uh, so that we can inspire other parents to invest in their children to 
support their children. Not just send them to school. I mean, invest time, invest resources, and money, every, everything they need, the tools, the equipment, the uniforms, the dues. I know you got you got to go to practice, you know. Yeah. Your, your instrument, if if you are a musician, mm-hmm. but you need uh, you need you need uh, supplies for whatever your craft is, and uh, you also have tournaments, uh, you have uh, events or games or whatever. So we want to be in the audience and support our youth. Yeah. Now you can continue after we pay. Nah, yeah, <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, he's right, yeah. But, yeah, um, so you you got you got two little brothers and you said a sister. So no, no, no. It, it's she my god sister. Yeah, we we close. All of us close. I have two other. Well, I have three god sisters and all. All yeah. of us are really close though. So oh, okay. We, we call each other, you know, sister, brother, all of that. Yeah. But yeah, for yeah for a while, me and her was gonna try to do this little singing group thing. We was gonna call ourselves futuristic. So okay. we take the eyes out and put wise. All right. Yeah. It was. It was it sounded good at first, but I grew out of it. I, after that, after nine, I didn't write poetry or write anything again until last year. Last year was my first actual poem. Okay. And that poem kind of started off pretty good. The first poem I wrote was called White Man, mm. and everybody seemed to love that poem. So I was like, okay, I mean, all right, let me keep going. And the reason I got the idea for White Man came because I seen, uh, it was a slave movie I seen. Uh, one like, with Kinte and all that. Oh, Roots. Roots. roots I, I okay. seen Roots for the first time. Yeah. I seen Roots for the first time, and right after I seen Roots, I came up with that. Mm. I came up I'm with that. <laughs> you learned a lot of that one. Yeah, because I mean, a title like "White Man" got like yeah, like nah, yeah, yeah. What 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 was the response from like people who? Because you know you you around right now, so it's yeah. it's two sides of of the woke movement. There are there are us, there are black people saying voicing how we feel, yeah, and then there are people on the other side like, well, why you gotta say black? But why see, you gotta mention white? And, and see, that's the thing <laughs> with my point. And like I said, why you VDA. Race, right? yeah, yeah. What's what's up with race? My name is VDA, and I see that that that's been a point, but. Throughout my poems, I've always been good at seeing both sides. I'm I'm good at seeing both sides. So okay. through through the poem, it's not like I just bashed against one side the whole time because I put it into our community today, and I realized some of the challenges that we like that we not helping. We not trying to help ourselves. Right. A lot of a lot of the things that's still going on right now and everything is not benefiting us. So right. I put both sides in it, but I still also put the fact on what was going on at mm-hmm. the time and all of that. I just equaled it out. Yeah. Try to, you know, to keep it balanced. Because if somebody knock you down, if a man knocks you down, he may not pick you up. So it's your, your responsibility to get up. Yeah. You know, he knock you down, but he's not exactly. you can't be and, waiting and on him to help you up. Yeah, we not Same man that knock you down. So we have a responsibility and he has to be held accountable for for the sins and uh, the wrong mm-hmm. that he done. Because I'm just saying, because I, I applaud you in that and even being able to bring that up because, you know, a lot of people talk about this generation and stuff. Yeah. You are living in this generation. In this generation, So yeah. what? how do you feel like your peers view race relations? Uh, like, do y'all discuss that? Is that something that comes up when y'all are having debates in class and stuff like that? I mean, I wouldn't want to say it's because I'm in high school, but a lot of high schoolers would be like, it depends on what group you're talking to, because a lot of them wouldn't want to hear all of that. Like I said, it's that's why 
that's why I'm, I decided to put my form into poetry because I want people to hear only all of my words. That's why I didn't want to put... That's why I've struggled to put beats behind my stuff and all of that. It's because I need people to hear every word that I'm saying because right. kids our age, they don't want to hear that. And so conversations like that never come up. Even when they hear the stuff I'm saying, they'll be like, oh, it's a good poem and stuff, but nobody ever really want to talk about it because that ain't, that ain't what they worrying about. None of them worrying about that. Mm. And well, that's, we're, that's... We're just on the 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 recent current event that's, that's hot in the news right now mm -hmm. is the shooting down in Florida. The yeah, school shooting. Seen yeah, the mass seen shooting. I've seen that. Uh, so uh, when you talk about the, the, the your peers don't want to talk about these uh, current subjects. And they, they, they don't that, talk about that's that? That's directly related I, to I, them and what may happen to them sitting right in class. Yeah, and, and, and even that, they haven't talked... We heard it from teachers. I heard it before from teachers before I heard it from students. And students still haven't talked about it. I only heard one student ever talk about it, and that's because it was a video on Instagram that they had seen with it. And it was like, oh, look at what happened there. Okay. And nobody ever brought it up again. They don't want to. They don't want to talk about real world situations. Mm -hmm. Not not too many kids now want to talk about real world situations. And a lot of people really don't want to hear it. They, so they what, 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 what makes you different? I mean, what 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 caused you to be conscious? I mean, not not just that. It, it, it's my. I mean, I guess you could say part of my upbringing. My daddy taught me a lot of stuff dealing with, you know, like having to realize real world situations. And then I listened. To, I actually I listen to conversations. I, I like talking to people. I like learning other people's perspectives on things, and I like comparing them to my own perspectives because you know that's how you get new knowledge, and that's how you pass on new knowledge by learning other people's knowledge. So I, I figured, I figured that if I learn as much as I can, and if I can get that much knowledge out to other people, that'll help everybody become better than what we are now. That's the only way you can get better. If if you help each other get better by spreading each other's knowledge, because that's how that's how all of that comes in. So I figured I I figured that if people not gonna listen to each other, then maybe if they have one person that speak for everybody, since nobody else seems to want to do it, mm. then why not me be that person to speak up for everybody? Mm. That's a follow-up question I was wanting to think about. Are you speaking from your own personal pain or the pain of, of others that's around you? Um, I mean, it depends on what the topic is, but... If it's something that I haven't experienced, because you know I'm still young, yeah. and people tell me their stories, I'ma speak. I'm I'ma speak from most of their acknowledgement, and then I'ma speak from what I get from it, mm -hmm. or what I see, or what I what I feel like is they going through. But most of it come from their acknowledging. You can't you can't really be in somebody's shoes, so you can't really know exactly what they pain is. So I'll say I'll put their story into mine, make it seem like I'm in their life. And then I'm going to show the pain that I would feel from what they told me. I'm not showing the exact pain, though. Mm. I love that. Yeah, that's like the that's like the function of art in a lot of ways. Mm. Like, you, like, you keep talking about storytelling and you're talking about uh, voicing other people's perspectives. But like, that's what, that's I love what, that. That's what, that's what I... Every conversation I have with people, I tell us a story. Like, one of my uncles, we had a party. He came over, and he was telling about all of the stuff he's doing and, like, all of the gangs and all of that stuff he was doing. And I tell my daddy, I told him, he's speaking poetry right now. I said, everything he's saying is a poem. I said, he's telling a story. And I said, his story is, is, is a story that people need to hear in order to prevent 
the stuff that he had to go through from happening because all of that knowledge he don't break down to nowhere else outside of that outside of that family circle. But if other people would hear what he been through, a lot of people wouldn't have to go through it. That's right. And that's why and that's why I would come in. I would break all everything he told me down as he speak. I'll be breaking it down into a poem. That's all right. Man. So do, do have you do you ever perform any of these poems or I'm or? I try to. I mean, I try but it's hard to get into, you know, open mics and all of that. Me being 16, a lot well, of you're them, just getting started. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just gotta yeah, seek yeah. out the shows. Yeah, I, and, I'm just getting started. Get, in, get involved. Yeah. Did you did you bring one to uh, perform tonight? Yeah, I brought yeah. one. Yeah, that's what I was like. We're gonna get to that. I, I think we should close with that. We okay, should close with that. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we need to we need to do some uh, pay, pay some, some bills. bills. <laughs> uh, and what we mean by that is sponsorship. Hmm. Uh, we do uh, it's like a commercial. It is okay. a commercial. For the people who support us, we want to support them. So That's if you right. listen to the Business Building Blocks podcast, as we list off these different companies that are showing love to us, y'all go show love to them because they're the reason we're able to do this every week. That's right. Uh, companies like Nation Products. Nation Products are literacy advocates. And Nation Products has been with uh, Business Building Blocks from the beginning, from the um, origin. So... Mason Products like to specialize in children books because we need to empower our youth like this show is dedicated to. So one of the titles uh, that's new on Nation Products' website, and you can visit the website at nationproducts.com, you can find it. Who is Michelle Obama? It is a, a, a book on uh, Michelle Obama uh, being the first lady, and it's, it's a new title. So uh, look that up on the website at nationproducts.com. Uh, Another title we have is uh, Booker T. Washington, The Brooks and the Bricks. And uh, many of you may not be familiar with the story of Booker T. Washington, but he founded Tuskegee University, and that's in Alabama. Uh, Booker T. Washington uh, was able to build that university by entering into the brick masonry trade. Blacks actually made bricks. And uh, we made bricks from clay and then uh, we entered in the brick masonry trade and from the proceeds built Tuskegee University. It was Tuskegee Institute at the time. Uh, also, there's another title called Brick by Brick. And this story is, uh, this book is written by Charles Smith and um, it was uh, it, it is a book about how the slaves built the White House and how black slaves built the Capitol, Washington, D.C. So visit uh, nationproducts.com, look at the new titles. And I'd like to say this. Um, we had Warren F. Muhammad, the author of A Case for Separation. Uh, we have that book uh, also available. Uh, go and seek it out purchase it, because during Black History Month, we learn a lot about the Civil Rights Movement, but we don't learn a lot about uh, nationalism, our nation building, uh, the whole uh, concept of separation. And separation is old as slavery is. Integration is as old as slavery is, because when they brought the slaves over here, those who wanted to separate wanted to go back to Africa. Mm -hmm. and those who wanted to stay on the plantation, they were the integrationists. 
So in the basic uh, understanding of the two, uh, when you watch uh, Roots, yeah, Kuta Kente was trying to escape. So he was trying to separate. You know, uh, and, and if we separate, we're able to govern ourselves. We're able to be on our own land, uh, build our own businesses, and uh, meet our own needs. And we don't have to be the second-class citizen of another people, uh, be in um, prisons or in ghettos, or like uh, Mr. Trump say, all blacks are not on welfare. <laughs> so we don't have to be on welfare. We can uh, begin to feed ourselves, clothe ourselves, educate ourselves, and be uh, independent um, people. So also we would like to talk about some public service announcements. And the media, black media, the final call newspaper, is a black publication. And we live in a time right now where you can't trust the media because of uh, fake news, uh, propaganda, you know, alternative facts, as Mr. Trump says. It's either fact or it's not. You know, you, you, you're a truth merchant. It's either the truth or it's a lie. Uh, so it's no such thing as an alternative fact. It's propaganda. So if uh, corporate America sponsors the network, then you're going to have stories that support the uh, corporate interests. So uh, if the government uh, sponsors the news report, then you're going to have propaganda that justifies wars. And then we find ourselves in Iraq looking for weapons of mass destruction and after millions of people die, we find the man didn't have any weapons of mass destruction. And that's propaganda. They, they get you involved in patriotism in order to fight unjust wars. Now, another um, public service announcement is the economic blueprint. The economic blueprint, and go to economicblueprint.org. It was a fund established by Minister Farrakhan in order to end poverty and want by by purchasing farmland and us as a people, if we would tax ourselves and and create this fund that uh, we can begin to purchase farmland, starting with 200 million acres. And we're only talking about five cents a day per wage earner. There's over 50 million of us in the United States. So if each one of us gave five cents, that's only uh, 35 cents a week, $18.20 a year. And then we can own farmland, millions of dollars to purchase farmland that will be a basis for economic development. And we can begin to uh, satisfy our own needs or solve our own problems. Okay, go to go to economicblueprint.org and make that contribution today. All right, we're live here with VDA. Yes, sir. We're live here with VDA. <laughs> The youngest poet on the scene, body. Not just like <laughs> if you one of those rapper intros. Yeah. But this is a business uh, podcast, so a lot of times we talk about business. I'm I'm interested to know with y'all have a lot of things at y'all disposal that many people didn't necessarily have at the age of 16. Yeah. I remember the first time I seen a YouTube video. I was probably I was probably 16. Mm -hmm. It was 2007. I was probably like 15, 16. The first time I saw 
No, nah, it might be like four. But anyway, it was it was early. I was already your age, but you've been alive for this whole time and it's been around. Yeah. So how do people your age view social media and stuff like that? Like that, and do y'all see it as a way? Because you talked about buying a house. Do y'all see it as a way to get money and to to, to build something for yourselves? Um. Or do I you? Mean, you can speak for yourself. I <laughs> mean, social media. Kids nowadays revolve around social media. Yeah. That's that's a fact. <laughs> I mean, every day. I I know a lot of kids at that school that don't even. They say they don't even watch TV no more. They just they got either Instagram or YouTube. They good. And sometimes you, know, like, you can watch your own shows on. Oh yeah, yeah. Even your even shows, shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shows and everything. They get Netflix on their phone, everything. So yeah, it revolve around social media. People with their phone twenty four seven. So of course that'd be one of the easiest ways to get either recognized or earn money from it. If you mm-hmm. could find ways to put your stuff out there on social media, that's where everybody at. That'll bring in more people. And the fact, with, with my with my fact is, is that I didn't want to put my stuff, the only reason I haven't been just throwing my stuff out there, like on Instagram and YouTube and all of that, is because I haven't had all of my stuff. Well, I haven't, I haven't at first. Now I have started getting my stuff copywritten, but I haven't had my stuff copywritten. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to just put stuff out there and then that makes sense. people would take all of my words and then they'd probably change a few sentences and be like, y'all look what I wrote. Yeah, your, your mm-hmm. content. Your content yeah. is valuable. And you must secure it. Mm-hmm. But by all means, put it out there. You know, yeah. once once you copyright it, um, I mean, if you're a poet, if nobody reads your poetry. Oh, I, I mean, you know, so yeah. uh, you want that audience and you want to mm-hmm. build your audience, so... Definitely put it on the market. And and I encourage all of you uh, young artists, aspiring artists, to work on your craft and put it before audiences. And then build on that, you know. Don't wait till it's perfect. There's yeah. too many artists say, well, I'm, 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 I'm working on it, trying to wait to get perfect. Why don't you get some feedback Yeah, from an audience and work on it from, from feedback? You know, don't be isolated. Yeah, that, that's the key because it's like, I, well, I want to say, I, a lot of people who are have an art form. You say you got to work on your craft. Is there somebody whose craft that you admire in the poetry world? Because a, a lot of people, I don't, I don't know any of you just poets on the scene. Do you? Like, I'm not, I'm not up on that scene. Are you up on the like who out here that's like, man, you look at them, you like, yo, that dude is I mean, really. I I started it. Well, first, of course, my mama. I listened to her do a poem, man. Okay. I'm talking about it, so it, I didn't it. know your mother do spoken oh, word. Both of my, I mean, my daddy write too, but listening to yeah. my mama do poetry, man, like you'll feel like you right there. Yeah. I, I, that's where I first got that feeling from. That man, she made me feel like I was actually in that scene. I want to make people. I, I want to make people understand that. Like I want people to be able to be in somebody else's shoes and see what they going through. Okay. So that that right there is what drove me into it, and then. I never really, I wasn't first into like looking at different poets and learning from them. I would listen to different rappers because rap is a poet, is an art, is it's poetry, same thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I would listen to people like Kendrick Lamar and I'd be like, okay, I like his lyrics. And then I was like, I mean, but everything, I wanted everything to actually be stories or positive outcomes and everything. Well, not really positive outcomes because a lot of my poems aren't really positive, but. It's, you want it to be real. I like. want it to be real. Yeah. Thank you. I want it to be real. So I started listening to, you know, different type of things, breaking mm-hmm. it up. Then, of course, my Wazir, my cousin, of oh, course. Oh, okay. Of course, okay. Of course, 
Yeah, of course, of course, of course. He I appreciate had, it. Man. Yeah, yeah. My daddy had to, he showed me. I was like, who's this? He was like, that's Camille. I was like, oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. I started listening to this too then. So, yeah, you know, listening to it, not not even just the main people, you know, like small people doing um raps and stuff, they love freestyles and all of that. I listen to all of that. I'll break it all the way down to rap battles, to people yeah. just beating on trash cans and, and doing stuff. I listen people to all of that. Freestyling. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at school you hear a lot of freestyling. Yeah. Lunch mm-hmm. table freestyles? Y'all don't do yeah. that no more? I, I mean, we somewhat do. <laughs> probably, they don't break dance no more like back in my day. <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, 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 I don't get that serious. Nah. Ain't nobody beatboxing. Nah, ain't nobody. Yeah, no, nobody showing not beatboxing. <laughs> I don't even know nobody can beatbox at that school. <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't never, I never seen that. Before. That's funny. Nah, yeah, but we do. Um, I do break it all the way down to that because if I do want to get into the art of doing poetry and spoken word and all of that, I want to know, you know, the different bases of it, the different different perspectives of it, from raps to freestyles, all of that, to just people writing spoken word, all of that, to preaching, everything, all of that. I break all of that down. I interpret it all. So do you look at other spoken word artists on on the yeah. internet, on yeah, YouTube, on YouTube. Or I, cable I TV, at, or anything? I don't. I haven't seen any on TV. I have seen them on YouTube and certain competitions. I have been to one open mic, okay, and I heard actual um, poets do it. I was able to get into one, and um, the lady gave me the information to the youth poetry team. Mm-hmm. She wanted me to email because she said she was the coach of them. She said that she can um, give me on it and everything and all of that. But when I I was emailing back and forth with them and everything, but it turned out it was in Chicago this year. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, I think what Florida or something like that. One of them, I wouldn't go have a way to. That's all right. So I, but I you, you may have a way if nah, you get if you get crowdfunding and get sponsors. Yeah, and that's why I was. I I, I told her, I told her, I said I was gonna um first. I said first I was gonna go to some more open mics and everything because she said that was the main poetry team. No, that was like the national poetry team mm-hmm. for the for the youth because from at your high school. No, no, no. This it wasn't was, high school. No, no, it was citywide. No, no. no, yeah, this was citywide. Like, okay. like, I, I, it was at a normal open mic, like a real okay. open mic. A lady told me she was the coach of and everything. We like to refer so. you to a group, Writers Block. Oh, Writers Block has been Shout on the show. Writers Block, yeah. And they're a group of uh, spoken word artists. Oh yeah. And they host events. Um, and uh, I mean, Google it on. On your, you can follow us. I'm yeah, pretty sure I'm a, we'll, I'm make a, a, we'll make a post. Yeah, I, I plug them in with them because they they like a group. They go to schools and stuff. They have a, they have an event this month that you could probably go to. Hmm. And I just plug you with them because and go back and listen to the episode. Writers yeah. Block. We had two uh, young ladies on. Do you remember uh, they were the high school friends of yours? The one Y'all hear that? Is it my phone? <laughs> <laughs> Whose phone is that? Oh, know. that's your phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I was yeah, I was going to live. I was going to live, but then I took it off because my phone don't focus in. Okay, yeah. but uh, oh yeah, yeah. What are we talking about now? I got off topic with that. We're running out of time. Oh yeah, we coming towards the end of the show, but um, what what are your plans for going forward? I know you say you're starting to copyright your stuff, so will you start? Doing videos for all, you know, just viral content, little yeah, yeah. Putting it out there would be my next step. Is you know building a fan base, having people to start supporting me, and then yeah, of course getting um getting everything, all of my poems and stuff produced and everything. That way, it'd be actually legit. Then going you know to actual spoken words and stuff like that to 
still a part of the process of getting out there. Right now, my main topic is, is, is getting out there. Since I'm 16, I'm just trying to mm -hmm. get a fan base built for when I turn 18 and I'm able to actually like join actual poetry teams or something like that or actually get into writing real heavy. That's, that's my plan. Because I'm still, you know, high school right now. I'm, you, I'm, you, you heard of Eddie, Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Eddie Murphy started comedy as when he was about your age. Hmm. And actually, he started playing clubs before he was able, old enough to get in clubs. He was playing clubs. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, and then too. He, he got, a, got a gig on Saturday Night Live. I think he was only like 18 or something, 18, 19, when he did Saturday Night Live. And that's where he blew up. So just because you're a teenager don't mean you, oh, can, get, no, yeah, I'm a you can get oh, started yeah. and you can get gigs. There are community yeah. events. Oh, yeah. I, I, there, I, I there's look at churches. It. There's, there's, there's schools. There's all mm -hmm. type of uh, uh, opportunities out there. Search it on the Internet. Yes, sir. And you'll probably be able to do something every week if you, you got to be, you have to have initiative. Yeah. And that's what you have because you made it here. And you yes, talked sir. about publishing a book, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. I, I do plan on getting a book published. It's, uh, I mean, I, at first it was just going to be a poetry book, but after I actually started on it, I decided that I want to make it an actual, I want plan on writing an actual book. Okay. And so that's why it, it is going, this process is going to take a little longer because I'm, I'm actually writing a chapter book. Okay. So I, it's not just going to be mm. a book of poems anymore, but I am planning on writing a book. I did start, I got the interlude and all of that. So, all right. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one. We look, we look yeah, forward man. to big yeah. things coming. It's from gonna you. be a good one. But get your get your uh, social media pages. Put your stuff out there. I've been seeing you on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, uh, my man, Stumbo. Keep putting it, when you put it out there. We'll share it. Okay. And uh, it's part of building that fan base. Man, we got a talented family now. <laughs> you real talented, man. Oh, before we get up out of here. We, we want you to, you know, leave us with some poetry. So y'all, if y'all... About a minute or two? Yeah, yeah, we want to leave the show. Any more, you get that ready, and we're going to get these last um, be announcements. Sure you, uh, be sure you look out for Savior's Day. Uh, if you can't make it to the Windy City, go to NOI.org. That's the Nation of Islam.org. Pretty sure to be webcast. And stay tuned to Hip Hop Detox. It may be webcast. There is a Facebook page for Hip Hop Detox. Uh, is it Twitter, Instagram? Go Set. to the, find the event page. So go, y'all, we on Facebook right now. Hip Hop Detox, y'all go check out the event page. Right there, we'll have the information for the show. I mean, I'm going to start inviting everybody. Even if you're not in Chicago, you may be able to stream it live. So even, yeah. okay, yeah. So, and yeah. then get the tickets early because they're $10 pre-sale and $20 at the door. And with all of the uh, members of the nation, Rich coming in town for the convention, there may not be any tickets left. Is that me? Me? That's all kind of stuff going on. All right. Uh, we, might to, we might have to mute our phones so we can uh, close out. All right. So. Whose phone is it? That's your phone, Dad. Thank y'all for listening. The name of this poem is called Thug Song. I wonder what song a thug listens to. I wonder if the steady beats of a drum are replaced by the steady echoes of a gun because as a child, this was all he had to listen to. Boom, mother, they're playing the drums. Boom, 
Mother, they're playing a beat for me, boom. Mother, can you hear the song, boom. Mother, that one was pretty close. Mother, I no longer like the sound of this song. Mother, try to warn him the song doesn't last forever. But if only he could hear the uncertainty in her melody, he would have heard the pain in her lyrics. Or maybe he listens to jazz. Sweet and gentle like the girl he met at 15, the saxophone. That rumbles the spirit and rocked the bed, causing a baby to be conceived at 16. I wonder if he knew that was a song he wasn't quite ready for. But the sweet sound of love forced him into becoming a man way too quickly. But what if he learned to love rock and roll? Loud and belligerent Windows cracked with a mindset for ignorance A second of it and you'll feel the ground move From the bass of the guitars Make it easier to pop a tool with a song I wonder Over and over I wonder Again and again I wonder What song he was listening to As he took his slow walk across town I wonder What song he was listening to On his way to meet the daughter he had at 16 I wonder What song he was listening to When the office told him to freeze But he didn't quite catch it Because of the music blasting in his ear I wonder What song he was going to pause When he reached in his pocket too fast I wonder what song he was playing as he took his last breath. I wonder what song thugs listen to.